Good Vibes Only is here to take you on a journey to discover the weird and wacky world of wellness. It's brought to you by the globally renowned skin and wellness expert, Marie Reynolds, who holds over 36 years of experience within the skin and well-being industry. Each week, Marie shares her own holistic lifestyle hacks and chats to other leading wellness experts to find out their Good Vibes story, discussing how they deal with day-to-day stress, anxiety, sleep, and skin issues. Listen in as Marie explores why, when it comes to our health and wellness, we need to look beyond the linear, question the norm, and think outside the box. Today, I'm with the beautiful Kira McGlinley. So Kira's a journalist, and I understand from all of the hustle and bustle of all what you do, you wanted to go and pursue your passion for meditation. And from that, your website, Finding Quiet, was born. So if you just want to introduce yourself and tell us a little about what you do, then we can go into why you chose to go into meditation. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, as you said, I'm still working as a freelance health and wellbeing journalist. Um, But a few years ago, I decided that I wanted to study to be a meditation teacher because it's had such a huge impact on my life. And that's when Finding Quiet was born. And just earlier this year, I left kind of the industry full time and decided to do the the freelance route so that I could continue to grow as a teacher and also grow fine and quiet and bring kind of more day retreats and more courses and more events with that side of what I do because I am so passionate about it. Oh, that's fantastic, especially as a journalist and also in the health and beauty realm or even the well-being realm. There is such pressure, isn't there, within mm-hmm. that behind the scenes? There's such pressure, there's deadlines, there's content that you have to find. So what was the reason that brought you to meditation? My kind of meditation and mindfulness journey started when I was at university and to be honest, it was really just for some kind of relief from exam stress to be able to relax, to be able to sleep better. But it wasn't really until a few years later that I realized how much of an impact it had had on my life. And I think that really is just testament to the practice. If you even just do 10 minutes every single day and keep it in your routine and build that habit, you'll initially get those benefits of feeling calmer and feeling more relaxed and sleeping better but over time it can have such a shift and Mm. can make such a difference to your life and I went from this very like highly strong anxious state to just feeling really calm and resilient and knowing that no matter what challenge came my way I felt like I could take it on because I had this whole new perspective and I had these new little techniques in my life that really helped me to regulate my breath regulate my nervous system and as you said being a journalist it's a very intense industry there I also work in digital so it's the deadlines all day every day there's so much going on there's so many events so much networking it is just a really intense job it's an absolutely wonderful job and I've had the best time doing it over the last five years it's such a brilliant industry to be in but it is very intense and so I really credited my meditation practice to help me find that little bit of quiet in all that chaos and be able to tap into that inner sense of stillness that I've been able to develop throughout my practice and that really kept me sane in the last five years but um it's just something that I then wanted to share with other people and help other people find that little bit of quiet and that's where finding quiet came from and everything that I do there now is very much to help kind of really busy city dwellers 
be able to get that sense of stillness and find that little bit of quiet in all the chaos because it's pretty intense when you work in a city a very busy city like London and also in a really intense job and I think a lot of people are in the same position and just want something that they can turn to to kind of help them relax and have a bit more perspective and be a little bit more present in their life. Yeah, absolutely. I think as well, we are hardwired from children to automatically rush as soon as you wake up, rush, get out of bed, go to the shower. And you can actually have some little tiny tips just to quieten and slow down. So it's all about rewiring these hardwired behaviors and Mm. just doing this repetitive every day because I think a lot of people think oh my god I haven't got time to sit there and I always say some clients actually go through the motions of doing mindfulness meditation but they don't receive it it's that analytical mind so Mm. how would you maybe advise somebody if they can't Mm. find that they can sit and do a meditation if they find that their mind's always racing what would you advise so I think that there's there's kind of a lot of misconceptions around what meditation is and what you should get out of it and I think a lot of people expect that their mind is just gonna go quiet they're not gonna have any thoughts when really in reality it's about yes it's about slowing the kind of chatter of the mind but it's also just about becoming aware of your Mm. thoughts and your feelings and the sensations in your body and your kind of internal world and external world and just becoming aware of them and not having any judgment for them. So there are days where I will sit down to meditate and my mind will be going 100 miles an hour and I'll be thinking about massive to-do list and all things I need to do this evening and what I need to do tomorrow. And on those days it would be very easy for me to say oh you know I, I just can't meditate today and I've failed but in reality that is when you're actually putting what you've been training your mind to do what you've been doing in your practice that's when you're putting it into action and you're just absorbing those thoughts and those feelings without judgment and I think for, for people who are really busy it could be as simple as five minutes on your morning commute to do a breathing exercise. I have a lot of clients who do live in London and have very busy lives and are juggling work and family. And if you can just carve out five minutes on the tube in the morning or on the train, just to regulate your breath, do a really simple breathing exercise and you will feel so much calmer and so much more ready to take on the day by just having that little bit of time for yourself. Yeah, And I think it's important as well to say I've been doing this like for many years now and I still have moments where, you know, if someone barges past me on the tube, I still you know, get annoyed and I'm like, oh gosh, it's just, <laughs> everyone's rushing around and like people are elbowing you and it is still really irritating and, and it can make you feel just a bit riled up and a bit, a bit annoyed. Agitated. It, yeah, absolutely. But having those little techniques, those really small, simple things that you can do just to bring you back into the present moment, to regulate the breath, to help you feel calm is so important. And if you can just sprinkle them throughout your day. Yeah, um, that's, I think, I think that's a really good tip because um, if people feel overwhelmed and overloaded, it's not about adding extra things in. It's about managing what you're doing and implementing what you're doing in a different way. So even when you're eating, just being mindful what you're eating and slowing down your chewing and looking at what's on your plate. So tell me how you started and why you started Finding Quiet. So I did my training in 2020 when I had a little bit more time 
on my hands as we all kind of did and I did my training with the British School of Meditation and I feel like that even made the practice so much more special and so much more a part of my life was doing that training and seeing ways that I could introduce meditation and mindfulness techniques to other people and so the following year after I did my qualification and graduated there I set up Finding Quiet and on that platform I work with clients on a one-to-one basis virtually and in London but I also support wellness studios and yoga studios and venues with hosting workshops and day retreats all around meditation, mindfulness and breath work. And that's been a really rewarding experience because as much as I do a lot on my computer and I do a lot of virtual stuff, being able to get out there and to meet people in person and to share mindfulness and meditation practices with them is is so brilliant. And it's just been a brilliant experience. And I've only been doing it full time since the start of this year because I was previously full time in media before that. Yeah, it's been brilliant. And really what we focus on in kind of all of my classes and my workshops and my retreats is how we can use meditation and mindfulness to manage stress, to sleep better and to boost resilience and to help you find that inner sense of calm within you that allows you to take on any challenge that that comes your way. Especially from the point of view of lockdown and what we've just been through with the pandemic, there was ever such a lot of fear, especially with what we were looking at on the news and a lot of anxiety and stress. So are there any particular tips or techniques that you would advise somebody if they do suffer from this feeling of being overwhelmed? Yeah, so so when we're kind of feeling in that really overwhelmed and anxious state, we're in our kind of fight and flight response in the nervous system. So we want to try and neutralize that response and get into our rest and digest and, and kickstart our parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest and digest response. And when we do that, we're lowering our heart rate, we're lowering our breathing rates, we're improving our overall bodily functions, improving digestion. So the way that we can get into that state is by doing little breathing exercises that have a a longer extended exhale, because that stimulates the nerve that signals to our body that it's time to go into that rest and digest response. So a really easy one that I always suggest for beginners is the box breathing technique, which is really, really popular. It's easy to do alone and it's an easy one to remember. And essentially it's you just imagine a box or a square in your mind. And as you imagine one side of the box, you inhale for four. As you imagine the top of the box, you hold for four. As you imagine the other side of the box, you exhale for four. And as you imagine the bottom of the box, you hold for four. And that just really helps to regulate the breath and to lower the heart rate and lower your breathing rate and I'd say do that little technique maybe two or three times and once you feel comfortable with that exercise you could move on to the four seven eight technique which is inhaling for a count of four holding for seven and exhaling for a count of eight and you would normally do that little breathing sequence like maybe three or four times and that's just a really nice way to to regulate the breath and to bring you into the present moment to bring you back into your body and out of the chatter and the chaos that might be in your mind. Because breathing is a huge part of well-being, isn't it? Breathing is Mm. obviously is crucial to life. We all need breath. But how you breathe, the shallow breathing from the upper part of the chest tends to not allow your lungs to utilise that full 
oxygen. So breathing Mm. techniques are so important and everybody can do them. So you also Mm. do individual meditation classes. You do that virtually, don't you? Or do you do it one-to-one? Yeah. So I do individual client classes virtually and also in London in a studio. So that's really good for people who want like a bespoke meditation course. I know that there are so many meditation recordings out there and I have ones on Instagram and there's so much on YouTube. And until you have that one-on-one bespoke support, it can be really difficult to get your mind around the concept of what you're actually doing, why you're doing it. And so it kind of provides a bit more context and can really support your individual needs and Mm. maybe what you want to get out of your practice. If you can go to a class in person, because we're so wrapped up in this digital age, Mm -hmm. everything is online, everything is virtual. Whereas if you have that class where you're actually with somebody, it's much more personable, it's much more relatable. What about corporate wellbeing classes? So this is where you go into businesses? Yeah, so working with businesses has feels like a very full circle moment for me because I've certainly been to many kind of corporate wellbeing sessions myself as an employee. Mm. So it's really rewarding to be able to take what I do into businesses because it is very much catered towards the kind of busy city dweller who's balancing life and social life and work and family and all of that so taking the meditation workshops and the mindfulness sessions into businesses has been been brilliant and given me a chance to share it with even more people who are maybe aren't necessarily in my close circle and network yeah oh that's fantastic and you actually do courses as well yeah so courses are very much catered to maybe a specific need or a specific um challenge so if you're struggling with stress maybe a meditation course around stress could be really helpful sleep is a really big one if yeah. one I come across and a lot it's so important sleep as well for mental health and overall health yeah and what people don't realize is um kind of initially is how much everything that you do from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed could impact your sleep and how to have really good sleep hygiene you have to go back as far as what you do first thing in the morning and when you get light first thing in the morning and as a journalist I've written a lot about the topic of sleep and learned a lot so it's just a really interesting topic for me and something that I find absolutely fascinating so being able to create courses around sleep and bring in clients techniques that can help them sleep better that they can do in the morning to prep them for the day but then that they can also do before bed to relax the body and the mind because there's so much research into this area and very much all that I teach is led by the scientific research in the area and what we can see is that when we meditate the brain waves that we have very much mimic the brain waves that we'll see in the early stages of sleep so to be able to kind of bring you techniques that can help you get into that relaxed state before bed has been brilliant and really great to see some amazing results with from clients who have really struggled with their sleep as well if you have somebody that is non-responsive to meditation how would you convince these clients if they said, oh, you know, meditation isn't for me. I've tried it and I can't sit still for five minutes. <laughs> and that's definitely something that I hear a lot is just not for me. I can't do it. I've tried it. I've done this technique. I've done that technique and it just doesn't work for me. You need to find a meditation or a mindfulness technique that works for you. So meditation is very much like a formal practice it requires focus it requires attention and it's you're training your mind to bring yourself into the present moment 
by focusing on an anchor, which could be a visualization, a sensation, a mantra, an affirmation or your breath. Whereas mindfulness is very much like a sense of awareness and it comes from paying attention to those things like the thoughts, feelings, sensations in the body in the world around you as well. Yeah. So while meditation requires you to really not necessarily sit down, but to take that time to have that focus and that attention and do a visualization practice or do a body scan, mindfulness techniques can be kind of done anytime and anywhere and you don't necessarily have to meditate to be mindful you know you mentioned there's like mindful eating mindful drawing there's loads of other mindful walking there's loads of other ways that you can bring a little bit of mindfulness into your day Mm. so if the meditation practice feels like a bit of a block for you at the moment and a challenge and it's something that you really Mm. struggle to do try and implement some mindfulness techniques into your day instead and that could literally just be every time you open your email take a moment to do 10 deep breaths inhaling through the nose exhaling through the mouth and then over time you might find such a benefit and you will find such a benefit from doing those techniques that you might want a bit of a longer practice you might want some more guidance you might want to experiment with mantras affirmations and visualizations so just start small and it can literally be like five or ten minutes i'm never going to ask anyone to wake up at 5 a.m to meditate before their commute or before they start their day i think it is about finding a way to bring the practice and bring those techniques into your everyday life and that's what's sustainable as well If you have to wake up at 5am to do a 20 minute meditation before you have to start to get ready for work, get your kids ready for school, get out the door, commute, you're not going to be able to do that. It's not sustainable. So just find little techniques that you can connect with and that you can implement into your everyday life and they can be super small. If people want to embark on your meditation courses, where do they find you? Where can they reach out to you? So you can find all the information on my website, which is findingquiet.co.uk. And I'm also on Instagram at, at finding.quiet. I'm sharing a weekly newsletter as well, which I also have all the details on my kind of upcoming courses, ways that you can work with me, the workshops I have come up this summer and the day retreats as well. So all of that is on the website. Um, and Fantastic. And what workshops have you got coming up? So I've just announced a workshop with a really beautiful studio in Parsons Green in Southwest London called Resilient Zone. Yep. And I've worked with them before on sleep retreats, so I'm really excited to be working with them again. And that is a workshop on how mindfulness is a tool for managing stress and boosting resilience, which is very much my area that I love to talk about and that I've really felt the benefit of in my life so yeah that's in July if anyone wants to come along please let me know and I can send you all the details fantastic so yep if you want to find out more about Kira's finding quiet practice and her workshops and her her courses then make sure that you hop on to findingquiet.co.uk and all of her socials are on there as well. Well, Kira it's been lovely talking to you thank you so much for popping on and it's really important to understand that just tiny little techniques implemented throughout your day really does make a difference. It's all about changing that hardwired behavior into something that you can implement quite easily it's been lovely speaking to you and thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me Ray. you're more than welcome 
that's it for this week's Good Vibes Only episode. But there's plenty more wholesome, holistic information where that came from. Check out Marie's website, www.mariereynoldslondon.com or follow Marie on socials. For Marie's products, follow at Marie Reynolds London on Instagram and Facebook and at Marie Reynolds underscore London on TikTok. You can also follow Marie's day-to-day content on Instagram. Follow at Marie Reynolds underscore M-R-L. Thank you so much for listening to Good Vibes Only. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to subscribe to and review the podcast wherever you listen to them. And remember to share the episode too. See you next time.